0: All right, here we are. Welcome to the Robcast. This is episode 323, and this episode is called Notes on Floating. I'm sitting at my desk. It's a Wednesday afternoon, and I want to, in this episode, I want to give you one image, a very simple, straightforward image that has helped me whew, so much. Speaking of the back house, Violet Bell had a sleepover last weekend. And so last week she said, cause we were getting ready for the sleepover. We were talking about oh, um, how do you want to do it? How do you want to pull this thing off? And she says, can we do the sleepover in the back house? So we were like, of course. So we rearranged furniture back here. Um, Put down some capping mattresses. Preston, her brother, he has this TV he's not using right now. He set up this monstrous TV with an Xbox. I mean, like, we did it right. I went to the store and got this list of, you know, sleepover food. I mean, we had this thing dialed in. So it's Friday afternoon, and I'm at uh, school. I'm at the parking lot waiting for her because her three friends were coming home from school with her. Because, you know, that's how you do a, a, a Friday sleepover. And I rolled down all the windows in my car, and you know that song by Jack White, Corporation? I mean, that song, take a minute right now, feel free, pause the Robcast, listen to Corporation by Jack White. I turn that song up so loud in the parking lot as the girls approach the car, and I say, let's get this party started, (laughs) Yes, Dad smiles all around. Oh, it's like she was mortified, but she also loved it. <laughs> oh, so this is the really interesting thing. I uh, I come back here to check on them. I think I was going to get the pizza and wanted to make sure they were ready for the pizza. Um, I come back here to the back house and you know what they're doing i had seen her go in the house earlier and then come back out here and she got something looked like a box of some sort i was like huh i wonder what they're doing so i come back here to see if they're ready for the pizza and you know what these girls are doing i mean it's 2022 they all have phones. Everything in the world is on their phones. There's an Xbox sitting there with everything else on the world. They go to school in the middle of this massive city. Literally, their school is between Little Bangladesh and Koreatown. I mean, the whole world, essentially, is right around them. And do you know what these girls are doing? They're playing Uno. <laughs> How great is that? And then when uh Kristen was telling me that when I saw her go into the house and what she got, you know what they did after they played Uno? They played the the game of life that board game. That's what they were doing. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm seeing here in the back house where I do my work, where also games of Uno are played in 2022. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Uh, this summer, everything is spiritual tour. Um, uh, let me just go to a list here June this summer, June 30th, Amsterdam, and then July 2nd. Oslo, then Stockholm, Copenhagen, Berlin. All my German friends, I'm coming your way. Bristol, then Glasgow. Oh, you know I love to come to Scotland. Belfast, Dublin, Brighton, London. And then this Europe and UK tour leg ends in Manchester. So all those tickets are at my site. And then uh, in the fall... In October, the 30th, um, no, wait, the 20th and 21st, Thursday and Friday night, I'll be at Seymour Center in Sydney, Australia. And then um, Saturday and Sunday, the 22nd and 23rd, I'll be at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Center. So uh, those of you who are many, many miles away, I will be coming uh, your way, at least some of you sometime later this year. And then, uh, was it last week? Two weeks ago? We released a new audiobook. The month before last, February, we released an audiobook on money. I wanted to give you new ways to understand money. That one, the money one is called Grabbing the Bag. That's a three-hour audiobook on money. But then we released another audiobook last week called Handling Your fire. It's about passion, burnout, routines, and resilience. And that audiobook is six hours long. And I was thinking, because I have uh, some more to say about that beyond the six hours that are in the audiobook. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's so much more to say about this. So I thought I should do a class for those who have heard the audiobook and want to take it farther. So... Um, Just today, actually, we just put up, um, I'm going to do three different times the same two-hour class. It's called Fire Class, and it's a further continuation, a further exploration of passion, burnout, routines, and resilience. And I'm going to, uh, well, actually, I have some notes right here. I'm going to talk about um, stirrings. I'm going to... uh, Talk about uh, the polarity of what matters and what doesn't. I want to talk about the problem with dreams. Um, um, I have all there's. I have a whole list here of things. So, that class, and then uh, one of the things we'll do in that class is, I'll take like I'll pause at regular intervals and do questions. But then you can upvote questions. So if there's a question that a whole bunch of people have, that one goes to the top, and then we explore that. And uh, so if you want to take my new fire class, you can register all that info and such. Um, I'm offering it at different times. There's a Saturday morning. There's a Monday. There's a Wednesday. So those of you Australian, especially Australian, New Zealand friends, who a lot of times here on the West Coast don't work for you. There's one of those. I specifically did the time, so it would work for you. And then European friends. There's another at least one or two of the classes the time is designed so that it works for you, and then those who uh, work until, like, late afternoon or evening, hopefully at least one of those works, or the weekend one. So I tried to offer classes the times so that at least one of them would work for you. Yeah, so there's all that, and then there's this, this image that I want to give you. Um, And once again, it's such a Sometimes an image works because it's so simple. It's almost like so simple and clean and straightforward. So here's the image. It's a it's a beautiful day. It's that perfect temperature. What's that? What is the perfect temperature again? Seventy three. I don't know what it is. And uh, you're standing on the bank of a river there's a stack of inner tubes so you take one it's perfectly inflated and uh, you just happen to be wearing i don't know what you're wearing shorts t shirt swimsuit and you uh walk out into the water and you hop in the inner tube and there's a a nice current, not too fast, not too slow, it's just like the perfect speed of current and you float down the river. And maybe you got in the water with some people, so there's a bunch of you. Uh, Maybe the people that you first got in the water with gradually over the first, I don't know, quarter mile, half mile, you drift apart. There are other people in the river. You drift along with some of them. Uh, maybe there's somebody who at some point you put your hand on their tube. They put your hand, their hand on your tube. Uh, so you stay real close to that person. Maybe that lasts a while and then you let go of each other's tubes. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe uh, you're floating along with some people and you're chatting and it's just perfect. And then the current shifts a little. You go around a bend, and you drift apart from them. And maybe you drift alone for a minute, and then you link up with a big group of people. And they've got like a stereo. They've got a tube that just has a cooler in it. They've got a. They've got one tube that's um, got this huge speaker in it. They've got. Man, they've got tons of tubes attached, and so you float with them for a while and there's like so much noise and energy and food, it's just, it's like a floating party and that works for a while. And then maybe a couple of you who, there's actually a person that you really wanna talk to. So you and maybe one or two other people sort of separate. You're still close to that big group, but you separate a little bit just so you can hear each other talk. Maybe you uh, float again with that big group. Maybe the, the big group's moving too slow. And so you float on ahead. Maybe you're floating with somebody and you realize, I don't actually want to float with them anymore. (laughs) This isn't actually working for me. And so you just ever so casually dip one of your hands in the water. Maybe you dip a foot in the water. Maybe you ever so subtly sink down into the tube a little farther so that your butt is dragging, which just slows you down. That dragging hand turns the tube just a bit, and ever so gradually you drift away. Yeah, because you're like, "Ah, I actually rather just drift alone than drift with them. And then maybe you drift back with them, maybe you don't, maybe... Somebody else comes along. There's plenty of people on the river. So you stay calm. If at any point you're drifting along, you know it'll be for a bit. You can always drift away from anybody. You can also keep in mind that no matter how it feels in any given moment that you're just drifting along, there'll be other people who come along. You'll catch up to them. Somebody will catch up to you. Somebody will appear on the bank of the river with a tube, and they'll hop in, and you'll say, hi. And they'll say, hey, and you'll float along with them for a while. Once again, my friends, a very, very simple image. Yeah. What I'm referring to here, of course, is floating down a river in an inner tube. What I'm also referring to, of course, is friendship. Yeah. Maybe for you, the image doesn't work that way, fine. But maybe for you, this is a way to think about friendship. Like any image, like any analogy, they break down if you get too specific, carry it too far. You generally know that because you're like, wait, that doesn't work that well, okay. So then you back up and you go, let's just keep it real, real simple. Yeah, there are these people we float along with until we aren't floating with them anymore. Sometimes there are people we float with the whole way. Sometimes that works. So there's a unique connection we have. All kinds of history with that person. Remember, when we first got in the river. Yeah, whoo, that was long ago. Yeah, yeah, but the, but that that can be incredibly powerful to have that bond with somebody that you floated with the whole way down the river. But it can also not work. You get to you get together with somebody who you started out floating with. And most of your interactions are around things that happened when you were first floating together. So there isn't really any new creation going on between you. Most of the bond is about what was, not what is. Yeah, the time that you're with him, you catch up about what you've both been up to recently, but then it kind of stalls there. And that can be wonderful, but it's also important to acknowledge... What it is. In those moments, it's probably best not to become bitter or not to disparage what was, but to celebrate. Yeah, we floated together for a while. Yeah, and now we're not. It's okay. It's okay. Who can control the currents? The currents do their own thing. So, yeah, you can paddle, you can paddle. You can drag your hands, try to slow your thing down so that people can catch up to you. You can try to paddle, try to catch up to somebody. You can try to steer a little bit here and there. But all of your movements are happening within a greater current that you cannot control. Notice what this image does if you think about it in terms of friendship. It loosens the whole thing up. It just loosens the whole thing up. Yeah. Especially when you come out of something like the past two years, what we've been through, where, where everything just got etch sketched right? Right? Like, every, you, you, like you spend enough time alone in your house, you, you begin to rethink everything. And then things gradually begin to open back up, and you go back out there, and things aren't what they were. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So you you can, once again, you can get bitter, you can get cynical, you can... You can feel that resentment. You can, what's going on here? Well, uh, here's what's going on. You float with people, and then you drift apart. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. You know that thing when people are, like, two people are, are in, like, uh, some sort of romantic relationship, but you notice... <laughs> that they spend most of their time having endless DTRs defining the relationships. They Most of their time in the relationship, they talk about the relationship, and you always know when you observe that, oh, yeah, that thing's not going to last. <laughs> yeah, They're spending so much time talking about what it is. They aren't present to what it is. They're like standing at a distance from the thing between them, analyzing it and trying to figure it out, when the point is to float down the river together. Yeah. So anytime you notice that this thing is just being analyzed and talked about to death, (sighs) notice that's not the primary feeling of floating down the river with someone. Yeah, yeah. the feeling, the joy, the serendipity, the gift is, oh, look at this person floating next to me. What a wonderful thing to float down the river next to this person for a while. If you grab hold of their tube too tightly, if you cling too tightly, who this, I've got to float with these people. Or, yeah, notice immediately shifts the energy and it's just not that beautiful of a day. Yeah. By the way, one cannot recreate the earlier conditions of a mutual floating (laughs) you were both starting out. It was before you had kids. You were both interns. It was that period where everybody lived in that one block. Everybody was living in that one group of apartments. Yeah, that's why it was so great. It was great because of those unique conditions you all found yourselves in. Everybody was living in London for that summer. Everybody had young kids and met at the park the same time every day. You carpooled because you were all going to the same office. Yeah, you cannot recreate those earlier conditions. Yeah, what a gift it was. But trying to recreate those earlier conditions is generally not the best exercise of your energies. By the way, when we talk about friendship, just real quickly here, any friend who cannot celebrate who you are, who you are becoming, where you're headed, your voice, your power, your perspective, your ability, your passions, any friend who cannot celebrate who you are, the bigness, goodness, and power that is yours is not a friend. Jealousy? Mm, nope. As I would say, that person has to be moved out a ring or two. Yeah. A friend celebrates all of the good that comes your way. A friend says, I'm so happy for you, and they mean it. A friend wishes the best for you. They have no envy They have no jealousy, they have no rivalry, they are not unsettled in any way by the full expression of you in the world. They love the full expression of you in the world. They cheer it on, they support it, they are thrilled by it. Anybody who says they're your friend and are threatened By the good that you are and the good that comes your way, any friend who when something good comes your way says must be nice is not a friend. Or at least you have to call them something different. Let's be reals about this, people. Okay? So just just to make it really clear on all, all that. Yeah. Somebody who projects the lack of peace they have about their own life onto you and the goodness that you are and that has come your way. Yeah, this is not somebody who is up to being your friend. So it's important to be very clear about this. Yeah. Oh, another one. Here's one. Uh, somebody who just keeps telling you that they're here to hold you accountable. Get out of. <laughs> come on. Oh, gross. <laughs> Somebody who's here to help you, I just want to make sure you don't get a big head. Oh, please. Somebody who's like, you know what, I'm just here to to make sure you don't mess this up. Oh, God, just right now, please, there's the door. (laughs) All that stuff, oh, God, here's why that's so important. Here's why that's so important. An actual friend, you will ask them to tell you the truth. You will say to them, this is what I'm thinking here. To, can, you, can you tell me what you, what you hear? Can you tell me if, if it feels like I'm off in any way? You will ask for their wisdom, and you will want them to give you their unvarnished perspective. You will relish it. You will have great desire for them to tell you exactly what they see. Somebody who is all in your territory— who just marches in uninvited and starts going off about what, oh, yeah, seriously, out, gone, so, thank you for playing, where's the trapdoor button? <laughs> right, yeah, actual friends, you want them, you say to them, what am I missing here, what's my blind spot, I know I'm vulnerable on this, there's something about this that I I, I don't know, there's like a pattern here that I'm trying to to identify where I have like a little glitch, a little kill switch. Can you help me see it? Oh yeah, that's that's the friend. You welcome that friend's perspective. Yeah, of course you need those sorts of friends. Whoo, yeah, man, oh man, oh yeah. Here's another one. There's lots of people in the river. Yeah, there's lots of people in the river. Yeah, maybe maybe you can't see them. Oh, they're just a little behind or they're a little up ahead or they're just or they're just about to get in. Yeah. So if right now you feel lonely, you have an acute sense of no one understanding you. You look around and you're like these people do not get me. You're surrounded by people who you constantly think if they knew what I actually think and feel and believe how I actually see things, Woo. Yeah. And so you are experiencing that aching loneliness of, oh, I would just love somebody who who sees me. Yeah, of course. Of course. the observation affects the outcome, the the witnessing is everything. Yeah, of course. That is a totally legit longing. Is there anything more intoxicating than belonging? Ooh, I like that line. Yeah. And then interesting if you put belonging with intoxicating. Yeah. Yeah. Think of all of the ways in which people turn their brains off. They check their integrity at the door just to trade it for a little belonging. Yeah. Belonging. And that is like, that runs deep. That has a biological component, a quantum component that has a... Tr- I mean, that that has an ancient, hereditary, ancestral lineage component. Yeah, belonging Whew. that has an evolutionary survival dimension to it. I mean, longing, belonging. Whew. The longing for belonging. There we go. Yeah, yeah. But let's, talk, let's go back to you and, and that feeling of loneliness. Yeah, yeah. First off, there's lots of people in the river. So, so if you uh, if you think you're the only one, if you think you're the only one who thinks this way and feels this way, of course you'll feel lonely. So you can see often what happens is a person is experiencing a feeling of lonely, and you ask him about this, and then they say, "Well, I'm the only one around who th- thinks this way or sees things this way or 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 is vibrating on at this frequency, whatever you want to say." And you're like, "Well." Uh, uh, maybe your belief that you're the only one is what has created the structure in which you are experiencing a sense of the only one. What if you turn it around and say, I'm sure there are other people around here somewhere who are seeing what I'm seeing, who are reading from the same book, yeah, who are singing the same song. Notice how you turn that right there. By the way, I don't think I've been anywhere in the past couple of years that this question hasn't come up in every single group. I'm all alone. I'm all alone. Notice the structure that creates. You're the only... Yeah, I'm the only one in my state who, whatever, listens to the Robcast. <laughs> it's not true, by the way. There's actually data on that. Not true. Yeah. So notice how if you just shift that. Shift that. Shift it to, yeah, I'm sure there are other people around here. I just haven't found them. I, I just haven't floated by them yet. Yeah, open that. Open that heart up. Yeah. You can do that right now. Yeah, ask for it. Oh, try this one, try this one. I would like some new people to float with. Yeah, just name it that way. Notice how it has a certain tenderness to it, has a lovely little ache to it, yeah. I would love, it has longing, but it's like good longing. Yeah, because it's easy for people to become magical others if i just had some people then it would fix everything now you'll you'll be exactly who you are it is lovely and wonderful to have some human to have some people to float with but you'll also be you so sometimes what happens is if if i just had this if i just had that then everything would change dramatically and everything would get fixed and so that becomes like a magical other now you're you're not looking for for no no you're just looking for some people to float so when you say that when you say I'd like some new people to float down the river with. Yeah, yeah. That request, that prayer, that opening, it it doesn't just open your heart. This is this opens your eyes. Yeah. Who knows who's right in your path and you're walking right by them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let those previous floatings, (laughs) let them be, let it be what it was. And right now, this floating, let it be what it is. Yeah. Let it be what it is. Let it be what it is. Uh, Maybe you've had your heart broken. Maybe you had somebody who was a mentor. Yeah. Yeah yeah they they like showed you the path for a while, and it was like so incredibly helpful and maybe now uh they aren't able to show you the path anymore. Maybe they stopped, maybe they just parked on the riverbank, maybe you kept going, maybe th- maybe you talk to them now about maybe they're suspicious of you, maybe they're skeptical of the path you've chosen, maybe you talk to them now about what you're going through, and they just look at you like, what, yeah. So once again, the invitation to bitterness and resentment is always there, or you can celebrate what it was. Oh, by the way, also with the mentor, there's also the jailbreak. You know what the jailbreak is? The jailbreak is the person who set you free from whatever it is you needed setting free from at the moment. The jailbreak is the relationship. It's the friendship. It's the mentor. It's the boss. It's the neighbor. It's that person who was just like, "Let's get in the car and roll the windows down and drive fast." And you're like, "Oh God, I need this." <laughs> yeah. And now you're like, "God, I, that per- I think that person is crazy." Yeah. But it's the craziness which was part of the part of the jailbreak. You needed that craziness. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, Rebels don't always make the best leaders. They're very good at pointing out what's wrong with the thing, but put them in charge of the thing, and it is a train wreck. Yeah. So sometimes the jailbreak, they were so good for Taco Bell at midnight every evening when you were 24. (laughs) But now you're like, actually, I'm looking for something a little different in a friend. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. God, yeah. So just let it be what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody who you have like a little, ah, like a, an angst, a grind? It's like you got some sand in the gears about them. Like, why can't they keep up? Why can't they be there for me? Why can't they? I don't know. I don't know. They don't want to be. <laughs> I don't know. The world is terrifying. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. They're in the grip of something. They... They, they don't care about what you... Ca- I See, we can go on all day with trying to answer the questions like that. Just go back. You can go back right now and be grateful that you had somebody to float down the river with during that period. Yeah. Yeah, they were there during that chapter. Yeah. Yeah, you happened to meet each other right there. And it was what it was. Yeah, do you notice how much about floating down the river is about this moment? Notice how uh, the moment you try to go back and recreate, it doesn't really work. The moment you try to manufacture something that isn't, it doesn't work. The moment you cling too tightly to another tube, it just gets awkward. Like, dude, why are you grabbing all my tube? Yeah, what? Yeah. The moment you try to control the currents, yeah. Yeah, they they are what they are. They are what they are. Yeah. So all these people who come and go, the more we're present, and obviously all of this, as you know, this is the drumbeat you have heard from me now for I don't know how many episodes that time starts to lose its power. You start to see it differently. There is this. There is what we are to each other right now. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So you enjoy it. You celebrate it. You'll also notice when this image, you'll notice how it seeps into all these unexpected places. You you may even find yourself asking people their name, like at the tire place where they rotate your tires for $40. And you pay, and you're chatting with the person about the weather or about their job. And you say, what's your name again? And then the guy says, Carl. You say, I'm Rob." and you keep chatting for a little bit. And ordinarily, you just say, how much? And you put your credit card in the thing, and then you sign the thing, and then you walk out. But uh, suddenly, you're chatting about this, and you're following that, and you're going here, and you're in that restaurant, and you ask the person who took your order some question because they mentioned something, and suddenly, there's just a bit of connection. You'll notice when you... uh, You'll notice how this image starts to affect how you see the world. You, you, you start to see all of us. Yeah. You start to see the all of us and what we are all together. The conditioning around separation is so strong for so many. The entire infrastructure of the modern world, from education to the philosophical underpinnings of Western civilization. I mean, you can go all, you can go, you can, it's, all, it's turtles all the way down. I mean, you can go, many layers as you go down, what you'll find is separation. Separate, we are all separate people, separate objects, and then a desperate craving to hopefully maybe brush up against a little connection here and there. When you can flip the whole thing, you can just flip the whole thing and begin with connection, begin with solidarity. All of us are like cells in one body this person here, that whatever, the tire person, the whatever person, uh, I can, sure, I can see it's me over here and them over here, or I can begin from a place of connection and oneness. So then, man, friends, friendship starts to mean all sorts of different things. Just asking some person their name. Then you watch them smile as they give you their name, and suddenly it's not just a transaction. It's not just a purchase. It's not just a random exchange. It's something else. Yeah. (laughs) It's something else. Yeah. So you floated together for 17 seconds. Yeah, but sure was enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an image for you. There's an image for you. Alignment is a huge word. Reflect on this word alignment. Yeah, you float with people you're aligned with, especially in things like business, living, arrangements. Yeah, if you're not aligned, you don't have to float. Oftentimes people aren't aligned, but they talk themselves into it because of scarcity. Well, who else would I float with? Once again, a lot of people in the river a lot of people in the river. Sometimes people float with somebody because they're like, oh, I don't want to float alone. I don't know what I do. Here's what you do. You would learn all kinds of things about yourself if you floated alone, namely that you're capable of floating alone. People often from art making to innovation to education to all sorts of ways, people cling to tubes out of a terror. Well, I've never not clung to those tubes. And they're not aligned, and it's killing them, and it's choking them. It's making them miserable and they aren't able to give the full gift they're here to give, but at least I have the comfort safety of this giant duct taped amalgamation of tubes. Uh what how could I what do you what do you mean? I could just go let go. Yes, you can let go. You can let go and you can float and you'll be fine. Yeah, but this is the only way I've ever paid my bills by being attached to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a massive universe that's been expanding for 13.8 billion years. There are lots of ways for this universe to figure out how you. Pay your bills. Yeah. Yeah. Notice the power, the subtle power of this word alignment. Yeah. We don't float with people and things we aren't in alignment with. We just don't do that. Yeah. 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 You'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. Yeah. Because you're floating down the river. Yeah. Let the river do the work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah whoo this image Mm, mm, mm. letting it be what it is for so many people everything gets this layer of good and bad right and wrong. And those are layers that can be added to events and situations in certain times and certain contexts and can be incredibly helpful, but they can also clutter the thing and distort the entire relational field. Sometimes it's not bad and good. It's then and now. That thing then, floating with them, great. It's good. It's beautiful. What a gift that was. It's just not the floating for now. Yeah, that's all it is. Notice this incessant need the mind has to parse and judge and make distinctions that are unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. You floated for a while. Now you're not. It's okay. It's okay. I said those things then because that's how I saw the world. Now I'm saying these things. Yeah, I love all the earlier me's. I was just doing my best. Just trying to enjoy the float down the river. <laughs> yeah, let yourself off the hook for the floatings. Yeah. Yeah, you're just you're just figuring it out. So there's an image, my friends. There's a picture, an analogy. I don't you call it what I don't know what it is. I just know it helps. It relaxes me. hmm Yeah, it, it helps me loosen my grip. It alleviates my fears. It opens me up to all the new floatings. Yeah. Yeah, you never know what's around the next bend, right? I know, that's... Yeah, yeah. That's why we're in the river in the first place, right? That's why we got in the tube and got in the water, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and look, here comes a group, and they've got a giant speaker in one of their tubes they brought along a tube that just has a speaker in it and what song is that speaker playing ah yes corporation by jack white of course (laughs) i am quite pleased with that callback and with that my friends we have Episode 323 of the Robcast. Notes on floating. May grace and peace be with you now more than ever as you float down the river.